0: this is a paradox we have to accept the The extreme violence of liberation you must be forced to be free if you trust simply your spontaneous sense of well-being or whatever you will never get free what freedom hurts Hello, everyone. Welcome to BungaCast. Welcome to The Reading Club. We are now on to phase two of The Reading Club, Um, the second deployment. We're on to discussing cynical ideology. But before I say any more about that, we're going to deal with the questions from the last episode. And there are quite a couple of them, um, some quite critical. And they obviously are responding to the last episode on uh, the emergency politics section, which uh, was our discussion of Andreas Malm and the proposals for eco-Leninism. Okay, so as to the matter at hand, uh, this uh, section of the Reading Club, where there's three parts uh, now, which we're recording this at the end of July, one at the end of August, and one at the end of September, on cynical ideology. Um, The concept behind this, I mean, it's described in um, what we've put out in in the syllabus. um, But the idea is that the end of history was... Um, a time of non-ideology, the end of ideology, supposedly, right, that we had uh, given up on grand narratives, uh, and that we are now just sort of uh, rational, uh, objective figures who directly apprise ourselves of reality, uh, and don't need kind of all these big grand ideological ideas. Um, And connected to this is uh, a certain cynicism about uh, the idea that we can dream have any kind of grand dreams and hopes for an alternative sort of future, and the question I guess is, you know, during the end of history, um, did we buy this idea? Did we buy this idea of non, like of a post ideological world, or did we just not care? Were we were we uh, not paying attention? Today it seems that something has changed. I mean, obviously, it's the end of the end of history specifically, I mean, is that there is a growing sense of people being, uh, to put it in the kind of internet parlance of the day, red-pilled, that we all believe that we see what is really going on, right? So we're all kind of believers that we've all taken the the red pill from the matrix, that we see the true uh, forces and interests behind what is presented to us, and we don't buy the mainstream narrative. But if we're all so sharply critical? Why does nothing seem to advance? Uh, That is a a sort of paradox of our time. So effectively, the idea is that we live in a world where um, we don't really believe in ideologies, and we don't believe in leaders either. Um, And that has prompted a turn away from analyzing politics, which could be done on the basis of what leaders say, and take it as read that if a political leader of a party or a trade union or whatever, says something that that represents the thoughts and beliefs of the followers. What has happened during the end of history as kind of politics has fallen apart, is that you kind of need to have a critique of the people instead of a critique of politics to look at um, more sociologically at what people are thinking, or what people are believing or not believing. And so now with the return of politics, but as we say, without its vehicles, without political parties and collective organizations, uh, that presents a kind of confused hybrid situation in terms of analyzing and trying to understand what kind of claims are being made. You can't say, oh, well, the socialists are saying this and the Catholics are saying this and the you know different bodies and groups of people and in interest are saying and making these various competing political claims because they, people aren't organized into those. Discrete parties or blocks, um, and that that presents a that presents a problem, and also speaks to a sense in which people don't believe. Their leaders, and if they do, they it's a more like a, a constant shifting sequence of subleaders. Just to take one example um, from where I live, from Brazil, which is that the, one of the only groups which all is spoken about as a sort of discrete group is evangelicals, and evangelicals vote for the right, for the far right in many cases, and they're and it's often treated like evangelical voters vote for who their pastor tells them to. Um, that is a sort of misrepresentation of reality, but it it, it certainly does capture a truth to it. But it, what's interesting about it is that this is a world and a society in Brazil in which there's extremely little trust trust in each other in, in part rendered by the levels of violence but also lack of trust in political institutions in political parties um, and other organizations and as a consequence there's a flowing of trust towards various subleaders like for example for certain for certain people in a certain subset of the population evangelicals to kind of their pastors who they treat as uh, the sort of new leader that they follow um but even that is kind of shifting and uncertain so we live in a world in which there aren't Uh, coherent blocks and forms of leaderships or hierarchies from which one can read off politics. Um, This is all to say that um, this question of cynical ideology plays into it um, very closely. And as we'll come to find, this question of ideology is not just about what is in your head, but also about how you act, um, what you do. Uh, So just to look forward a little bit and to put Uh, today's discussion, this month's discussion in the context of the three months of the section on cynical ideology. Uh, In the next section, we'll be looking specifically at the question of trust, which I already uh, hinted at there, looking at the work of Anthony Giddens, who was famously the sort of theorist behind New Labour, close to Tony Blair, and then uh, we'll be looking at conspiracy theory in the final section of this. It's a book by Timothy Mellie, um perhaps not that well-known, but is uh, an excellent reading of what is behind conspiracy theories. I'm looking forward to getting into that. And of course, there's all the additional readings which we've included on that, um, things looking at technical solutions to trust through the blockchain, which I think is an interesting angle, um, other elements on cynicism and so on. So uh, worth checking out if you want to read more on this topic uh, and have a look at the syllabus. I'm sure you know where to find it.